Welcome to the Fan Four Free For All. So this is the Fan Four Free For All mobile app. Um, or crap, whichever we're recording in the middle of the Midtown Tunnel. We just saw the Beatles one video presentation. Don't give it away. Right. Oh, well, what else are we gonna say? Yeah, What's the show about, Rob? Yeah. Well, it's about the Beatles one preview that we saw today. Are you the moderator? Nice. It was and, very nice. And, and Mitch, Mitch is driving, so the thing is, if you if you hear a lot of Mitch, we're in trouble. And like I said, I, if Mitch starts cursing at someone, it's, yeah, it's not it's, you it's not personally. You. No, it's, it's just you. because it's, I'm it's, driving in the rain. Right. So drive, oh, <laughs> I, I like the joke. It's the old joke about you know I want I want to go out like my grandfather did in his sleep, not screaming in the back like his passengers. Anyway, um, so where did we come from? Actually, it was the Soho Soho House Soho House, house. screening and, room. Uh, it was a screening room. We're about, I'd say about 20 or so of us, were there even that many really? Uh, yeah, there were about 25 yeah, yeah. About 20 of us uh, invited guests were there on hand to see the new upcoming release of the one videos produced by Apple. And um, Jonathan Clyde was, was there. And Jonathan is, is what is basically, he's the he's product. The, he's the director of production, I believe, in Apple. If we're wrong, we're wrong, but he is a he's done a lot of products. He's, uh, I think he's the production director now at Apple, yeah. and, uh, so he, he did it. And Jeff Jones, the head Jones, of Apple, yeah. also there. Uh, pleasure to finally uh, get to really meet Jeff. And um, also uh, some of other you know, fellow Beatle cronies, you know who you are, uh, were also present at the, uh, the early show. And um, they actually showed us 10 clips. Uh, I think 12. Was it 12 or 12, including, yeah, because they, they were highlighting the audio, but we still saw clips with the audio yeah. we didn't listen yeah. to audio with no clips um, and you know it was funny because because I uh, I kind of appreciated Jonathan Clyde's running narrative I thought yeah that was very cool yeah, there's was, was nice little setups for all the videos but the one thing that was good was that um, it was basically and I thought I thought Jonathan Clyde put it very well where he was saying that um, when you look at these all together you end up seeing really not just a bunch of videos but you sort of get um, you get a feel for the Beatles' whole history. I mean, it's, right. it's obvious that the stuff that was done during the touring years is is kind of chaotic, and they're doing catch as catch can. Right, and, and you and know, videos weren't really videos yet. They were right. promotional films, and there's a difference. You know, you know, they weren't thinking of being so creative. They were just looking to have something so they wouldn't have to go do it live. Right. You know. Right. They don't have to do Sullivan again. They don't do uh, you know Big Night Out or whatever. Right. And right. he did say, you know, that. He really started by saying that November of 65, with what's known as the Entertel videos uh, at Twickenham, are, are really the first, but I'm not so sure about that. I don't know if I agree. It may have been the first where they were uh, consciously doing it. But, he but I think those clips that were shot for, um, you know, like the, the I Want to Hold Your Hand clip with the Daily Echo behind yeah, it and stuff like that. And the B-Tag. Yeah, and the B-Tag stuff. I mean, that, that those are videos, really, when it comes right down to it. Well, I mean, yeah, are, you know, nowadays we call videos. They're lip-syncing in there. Yeah. They're not doing it live, but, you know, they're not videos that we would call videos. Like, Say 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 to me is a video, but, even, though, even though it's a weird video. Right. Uh, right. You know, it, it is a video. It has a story. But that was done during what was right. like a, a video era. Right, right. But, you know, he did say that he gave all credit to A Hard Day's Night and Richard Lester. And he said that the, the Hard Day's Night really liberated the Beatles 
uh, to do what they wanted because he mentioned I should have known better and they're playing the instruments right. and then they're not then they're playing cards right. and that sort of opened up everything it meant you didn't have to sit there and, and just lip sync like they were doing where they can make promotional films and and send them out you know instead of being there because that's what he said they did and we all know that but right. but the uh, I think you know he he gave a lot of credit to Richard Lester and the Beatles A Hard Day's Night and we talked about Intertel so he started with I Feel Fine which was an edited version again from some of the stuff you're going to be seeing well I think they were showing us the two versions I'm not sure well, yeah the way it, no, it's know. not going to be on. No, it, this again, folks. This was a video. This was a presentation to show differences, restoration. Right. So uh, we, audio. we got to hear. Yeah, we got to hear. Like you see, we saw one clip where they would show us the original version, the restored version, and there, well, no, thirty seconds of. Yeah, thirty seconds of. Right. Right. And, 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 and would, would go in between the two, which was really interesting. And one thing I liked about the presentation, they told you exactly where the switch was. Right. So yeah. You know, so right. you know. Okay, here's the version of uh, you know I feel fine. Okay, here's version two. You know, and, and it was a nice. Well, they showed you disc one, and yeah, then right, this one. Right. When they switched over, they said this is disc two. So you knew where you're going to find it. Now again, I I mentioned I feel fine. This was an edited version of what you're going to see on the on the two discs. Right. Uh, right. It was the regular black and white version, and then the fish and chips fish version. And chips, right. yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm very excited about seeing them because uh, first of all all the clips remind you in general of how fun the Beatles really were and how much even I mean obviously not the something video which we'll talk about later but every video up until something <laughs> really showed how tight they were yeah. I mean they were always laughing I mean it was just a, it was actually nice to see again because you don't really get to see that uh, at all because there's unless you're watching bootlegs and as I said to the guys during the presentation, some of the stuff I didn't even know was going on in the oh, videos yeah. that I have on bootleg. So yeah. the I Feel Fine was just, right. I mean, brilliant. And, and we didn't even talk about the audio yet, which we will when we get to others, but wow. Well, um, we should just talk about what we saw today. Yeah. Well, we are. Yeah. So just, just to let folks know what some of the things we, we learned, what was interesting, and for me as a uh, sort of, you know, we always talk about Apple here and there, about what they do and don't do, and. Uh, how they relate with fans and don't relate. But I found something interesting with Jonathan Clyde was saying, you know, uh, why now? And he was saying that after they did the anthology, people expected that they would have done the videos. No, and the, after, after they, they did, did one. One, right, people expected them to do the videos, right. Uh, but... George, Ringo, and Paul said... Yeah, well, there were more interesting things to do, quote-unquote, which I right. thought was great. But, but, you know, now it was blatantly acknowledged this was what the fans wanted. Yes, they are catering to the fans now. Yeah, um, so it's it's. I think that's an interesting point that was made. Um, I think it's a good thing for the future, and I'm going to just say wink, wink. We could say no more, but right. I think all the little, the little uh, insightful chats we were having, uh, either around Jeff Jones or with Jeff Jones or with other people, um, there, there's going to be. There are nice things. There are going to be nice things yeah. coming. Yeah, there are yeah. nice things down. And the we line. don't know anything. We're just no. based yeah. on what we heard. They're, they are catering but to the, the fans But the things we've thought more. about, they're think, now thinking about, too. Let's Absolutely. Correct. I think they're that's they're in thing. sync with us, so to speak. And, yeah. and, and one, you know, one thing, again, like just some observances. They were talking about how many of these clips have been out already. Uh, and mind you, these were in the non-restored versions. Ten of the clips were featured in the anthology. 
uh, 18 of the clips were edited into other clips in the anthology, right. and 13 clips were not shown at all in the anthology. Right. Um, yeah, some of them have not been done yet. Um, so pretty cool. Um, and again, like for me, right away I noticed, right out of the shoot uh, with I Feel Fine, that th there, was, there was stuff there I had never seen before. Just it's, little things they were doing, especially in the fish and chips one, which we never really get a good copy of. Right, right. That's uh, only those, ever been a bootleg. Yeah, and a bad us. one. Yeah. And funny though. I mean, little funny stuff which I never noticed. I didn't know how much John was actually trying to lip sync while they were showing him chewing. Yeah, while well, they're just stuffing <laughs> fish and chips down their gobs, which is, I mean, unbelievable. But you, but you see, it's in the black and white Dutch, you know, Dutch import copies. It's always blurry and you can't really tell. It's all, oh, that's cool, they're eating. But yeah. when you see it this yeah. clearly, it's like, wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you're lucky you don't see the saliva coming down Ringo. <laughs> well, speaking of saliva, I found it interesting in a couple of the videos. I mean, I had never noticed. I think it was in... Uh, speaking of saliva? No, I... I no, John Sweaty. John Sweaty. Oh, yes. My God. It, it was, was like in the rain video. The rain was, and He was sweating perfume. And, and... I thought we were going to go in order. No, we... we well, we're, we can right, work so it out as We next. can work it out was next, we, With, uh, which was an interspliced between... Uh, two versions. The two versions, the crack up version when when Paul laughs at yeah. the end, and the quote first version. Well, the, the um, white one and then the, the black. Right, the white and black, and and it was uh, they looked great. I thought but they looked just great. They did tell us the story that they found the Apple master of that was an old blurry VHS with a timing code burnt in and a right. temporary at the bottom, and they showed the split screen, and it's just unbelievable what they did. So again, you know, God bless the fans and the BBC engineers who swiped tapes yep. uh, out of the BBC vault after they were told to erase the two-inch reels to... And they said we couldn't. You know, for, for space reasons. I mean, you know, my God. Um, yeah, they got these from so many... You would think that they, they really did have to put out a call. Yeah. Because they really... If, the presentation clearly showed that Apple did not have anything worth putting out. you know something? Out. That would have been EMI's thing, not Apple. Apple didn't exist until 67, Well, I'm just saying... Right. I Apple mean, didn't you think have they would have collected something over the years, but, you know, technically all this stuff is from EMI, so they yes. should have had some archive about it. Well, yes, but Apple now is, is all-encompassing. Oh, I so, know that. So Apple had nothing, and the, the master they showed us was horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I, I would have. Yeah, I have better copies of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, um, I think all three of us. Yeah, right. I, I meant. I think it was at this point in the proceedings that um, Jonathan Clyde spoke about uh, the incredible, incredible work that was done on the audio. Um, I think. I, do I speak for all three of us? I think people's heads are going to be blown away. Blown away. You know by what? what's going on with the I, I, I like the, the way they you were able to hear 2009, 2015, right. and then the, the surround sound. Um, I, I want to hear it on our own system, though. You know, as much as I that room too. was good, but I, I want to A, B it separately. But, but you didn't feel right off the bat that that, that those 2015s felt more well, you know what? like I've, a band mix, like yes, a live Yes, right. you're right about it. You're right about that. What I was expecting, and I didn't hear it. The audio has been remixed, by the way, folks. I was That's expecting... The, uh, soundtrack where it was really a radical remix. Well, right. they, these are not radical remixes. Well, so this again, is stuff we've heard. They first they showed Rain, by the way, which was the cut between two black and white ones that we don't get to see. Right. And then they talked about the audio, and and the audio was part of the paperback writer at Chiswick House. Right. And I got to tell you, like Rob said, you get first they played during the video they played the 2009 
stereo remaster, then they played 2015 stereo remix, and then they played the 2015 surround sound stereo remix, and they talked extensively about how Giles basically did a stereo remix, but he used the mono uh, mindset. Sensibility. Yeah. Was the, yeah was so you do get mindset. the punch the, and everything. The in your face of mono that sometimes you don't get from the but stereo. But stereo. Yeah. And it's just... And, and then when they played Paperback Writer and you saw 30 seconds of the 2009, then they actually said on the bottom of the screen, it said 2015 remix and then 2015 surround sound. Uh, that I was thought nice. my head was going to blow that, that off. Was, yeah. That was yeah. good. I, I got to tell you. I, I thought it was going to be more of the radical remix that uh, song track was and it's not as, as well radical. again but you're right we it, only got a, 30 seconds of each right, we didn't really right. get to hear so we, there might be instrumentation when we get the the one cd yeah that that we're going to hear on our sound system that we weren't allowed to hear there because of the limitations of the presentation right but, and then and then after paperback writer was eleanor rigby Oh, that now that I, I noticed that that well, was uh, that's, I thought was incredible sound wise. Oh my god! Sound well, wise. it's oh, funny because song track got everything right except Eleanor Rigby. Right, yeah, and that had off. the little delay yep. on the double tracking of all the lonely people. And I noticed that it wasn't there for this. Yeah, it yep. was not there yeah. for this 2015 remix. Yeah, and it sounds and the 5.1 on that was incredible. The strings, yes, were just yes. magnificent. You can actually, I mean. Even the ones where the strings are isolated, you know, the, the, the remix where the strings were more isolated, I thought you still felt the strings more in this version than, yes, than yes, in that one. definitely. Yeah, it, it was just, I mean, and yes, it's the version from Yellow Submarine, big deal. Right. You know, it's a classic right. video. I, I like it because I, I was, uh, Nancy, my wife, was with us too, because I'm still a little slow on the uptake with the crutch. And I kept, I told her, in, in Yellow Submarine, I kept saying, there's Al Brodax, there's Tony Cuthbert, there's Alison DeVere. A lot of the people making the uh, actual movie are featured in the video, so it's kind of right. cool. Right. But it was uh, the, the sound, the picture. I mean, the picture looked great for the remaster of the video anyway, you know, back from right. a few years ago yeah. when they did it. But the, the sound was, I was waiting for the double track to screw up, and it, it, it didn't. And that was my smile moment of the evening. Um, but there were, I, I think we could all agree that uh, the next moment was my holy shit moment of the evening. Um, and please you know, forgive my cursing, but holy shit. Holy. I mean, I've got to tell you, and I know it was reported, Richard Porter uh, reported that he said he saw this in London. And he said that Strawberry Fields Forever was the yes. standout. I, I swear to God, I watched a different video. I'm yeah. not kidding when I tell you that. Yeah, I mean, the, the segments the segments with the piano and with them around the piano. It actually, I have to say very honestly that, I've, that I've, I've looked at that video for years. And I've always kind of thought about it as, you know, oh yeah, and here's where they were stoned a lot. Right. And, and you may the not, truth you may is, you, the truth is you actually watch it and you, you kind of now feel the clip more as a piece of video art. Directed I, by I uh, like an Ingmar, or Ingmar yeah, a name Ingmar, Ingmar Bergman, Bergman kind of kind fashion, of, yeah. Right. And, but it also matches the sound of the oh, of song, and, and you yeah. see it much clearer. And, and just that thing around the piano at the end where they're pouring the paint on, it just looks so much better. It, oh well, yeah. Well, there was a point yeah. where Paul's in the tree, right? And the three are around him looking up, and in the bootleg copies we have, 
even in the anthology, it's just not as clear. No, well, you don't you don't really see faces at any of those points where it goes really far out. You don't see faces. Whenever there's really strong color signal, yeah, it just turns to bleed. Yeah. So and that segment beautiful. at the end where where it kind of goes yellow over John in front of the piano, right? We've we never ever seen no, that no, in it, any way, shape, or form, it, and that's you know. And we have to also say some of these videos, especially this one, were lengthened. It seems. Yes. I've never ever seen yes. as much of the video as I'm seeing now. Yeah, without a doubt. Even even the well, ones we, that we, we saw everything without uh, a next thing bouncing off it. So right, like the anthology might go to another song or just a comment or something. But, yeah, but of all the that. years I've seen Strawberry Fields, I've never seen it go to that ending. I mean, and maybe, there was another one too. It might have even been I Feel Fine. There was something else where the audio ended, and the clip was still going. And they, well, you could see them looking around, like you know. Yeah, yeah, we done yet. Very, very strange because we didn't, we don't get that. And on the Dutch imports, the bootlegs, I don't think I've ever seen Paul kick at the ground. Yeah, with kick Martha. a stick or something. By yeah, I don't even Martha. remember Martha in the video. No, I, I don't remember either. Martha. Yeah, I, was, I remember Martha. And I was but, thinking maybe she was taken out. Maybe. The version we have, and I'd like to check it. No, no, she, she's in it, she's, but she's she's a blob. But, but you see like a blob yeah. running. You're like, oh look, there's a blob on the screen. I, I, I just wanted to convey to what I conveyed to you guys. Uh, my notebook, I wrote, wow, and I showed it to Tony. Yeah, and yeah. I saw and it. Just went back, how back? So, yeah. Well, I actually have in my notes, holy shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I actually wrote that uh, because that moment to me was. It, it's maybe wow. the highlight. Well, we haven't seen the whole thing, but as of right now, it's. Definitely the highlight of the whole package. And we don't yeah, know it's worth, what, the, worth yeah. the price of admission. We don't know what the uh, the second Strawberry Field is going to be. We right, right, right. They but didn't show that. No, but the next thing they showed, and this is important, they showed Penny Lane, and right. and they showed the split screen with the restoration and stuff. Right. But they but. really talked about uh, Ringo and Paul's involvement, which is kind of cool because Ringo is involved. He said he wanted to do four introductions of videos on video. And Paul wanted to do audio commentary for five, I believe. Yeah, yeah five, five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, three songs. So he and they showed Ringo's little video commentary introduction for Penny Lane. It's kind of silly. It's, it's typical fun. Ringo. I loved it. I it, thought it's it was fun. I thought yeah, it was great. It was okay. I mean, it was you okay. Because you want to know why? Because Ringo's having a blast watching. Well, himself. that's what it is. He, it's almost know? like George watching this boy. Yes. Yes, yes from '76. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. It's kinda, it is kind of cool because he's he's reliving it. And he talks. The only really fun thing in, in, in the presentation, he talks about the the whole horse the thing. Yeah. And then and then they played Paul's commentary, and Paul talks about how Ringo was having trouble with the horse. Well, I, I forgot in that video that when Ringo gets Ringo off the gets, horse, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he, neither of them acknowledge that. They, I thought Ringo, Ringo was, was going to get killed. No, he, 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 yeah. There was nothing to step on. There's no step, no. which is no. unusual to begin with. You think right. someone came out with a step? And, Especially and, and Ringo's like climbing on, holding on to one side of the horse. He's like his feet are like kicking wow. the other horse. It was well, not kicking, but like no, trying, yeah, to trying, to, trying to balance himself. Trying to balance himself. The only thing it was a lot of fun. The only thing I will say is that uh, the guys from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 have nothing to worry about with Paul doing commentary. <laughs> but you know what? That's true. Paul, Paul, you know he. he Ringo was having fun with it. Paul was being Paul, you know, remembering yes. it. Yes. And yeah. as a, you know, not just as a person who was there, but he, he throws a little history into yeah. it too. Yeah, so. and, and and also, you know, Paul said he had a lot of fun doing the audio commentary for Magical Mystery Tour. Right. Yeah. So he felt yeah. more comfortable doing the audio. And you know what? Ringo doing the video, he looks the best out of all of them. So he's, you know, doing well, he's, the video. He's having fun, you know. And it, yes, it was. Know, it's I don't funny know. Though, if if Ringo was being interviewed talking about that, I don't think he would have that same amount of fun with it. 
you know, he'd, Probably not, he'd be no. sitting back more and like, oh, I'm going to talk about yeah. the Beatles again. Yeah. But this is him alone, and I think, you know, maybe he should do more of that, where he's, he just sits alone and just talks to the camera. And he's watching it on a computer screen. An Apple screen, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, yes. that's because <laughs> I won't go anywhere. But that, uh, and actually, we saw this at, at a place right around the, from an Apple store, so yes. it would have been fun to have it held there. But then the uh, Hello Goodbye video, and they showed a combination of all three that you're going to get on here. I know all you fans want that fourth version, and but you know what? They they combined all three on this presentation. Yeah, just from what we saw, you're going to get all saw. three. But right. You're, right. But I almost want to get, at some point, the one we saw as a bonus video, because that was the fun. one we saw was really fun. Yeah, it, just the edits I mean, of, yeah. And the yeah, quality is just unbelievable. The yes. quality of that stuff is absolutely magnificent. I will say for me, on a personal level, I thought that the audio mix of Hello Goodbye was a little brash. I don't know yet. Uh, again, I need to hear it in a better circumstance. Correct. After uh, Hello Goodbye... Uh, well, no, we should say that the Hello Goodbye also, I think for me, exemplifies, to me at least, the most fun the Beatles are having ever in a video, at yeah. least to me. Oh, well, it helps that. by that third video. You know, that third video where they, they're dancing around and John's acting really fun. Um, I, th I think that's a great ending for that type of uh, song well, especially that video. Because it's because it's you know, quote Paul's song. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda nice that John is actually, you know, goofing around and having a good time. But they just you know. have they look so like they're having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so fun. Alright, the next one was Hey Bulldog. And Lady Madonna. And Lady Madonna and to Which me Which they the, give you both in the collection right, by and, the way. And to me Lady Madonna video is nice to have because it was released but, but but hey, Bulldog is is the reason you well, care yeah, about but, that footage. But Lady oh, Madonna went to number one, so you got to right. Put well, obviously, you have to yeah. put it in there, and that's why Hey, Bulldog is on the the bonus disc. But Hey, Bulldog shows what I, I don't want to say the way Let It Be should have been, because it, it Let It Be wasn't supposed to be the way it was. But it, it, it's nice to see them in the studio playing. That's the only time. And, and it's yeah. nice to see John and yeah. Paul doing the vocal together. And it is the vocal that's on the record. They didn't. You know, there, there wasn't another lip sync done. There wasn't. Right, they are right. laying down the tracks and a film crew's there. Right. And so we have to tell the story about, about that because they they were doing a uh, the BBC was doing a thing. Was doing a retrospective on Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Road. Yeah. And they and put they, a call they, out. And they wanted right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Well, they put the call out for footage, and they found these these canisters that said Abbey Road on it. It didn't say Beatles. Even Jonathan didn't say it said Beatles. They found it. They played it and they go, oh, it's the Beatles doing, you know, a song. And then they've realized... We can use that. Yeah. <laughs> and Apple said... Well, Neil Aspinall said, no, you can't. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that. We'll then. have that, thank you. Yes, we'll but have that. It, but it happened right around the time when uh, Yellow Submarine was being redone. And, you know, then it showed up on video. You know, it showed up on channels, you know, WABC or ABC television. Yeah, yeah. we got, and we got that clip. And up being right. track from, you know, Yellow Sub was right. perfect. So it, it was a very good find in, in a way and to me it's one of my favorites out of what we've seen because it's in the studio it's it's a lot of fun to watch and they were they were having fun and the mix on the song to me was very bright uh, uh, yeah again I don't that's know. always been one of those songs that had a bad mix really right. except for the really the mono version and we should say I know we said in the beginning but Giles mixed every song right whether it's you know I know you everybody knows the audio for for one is going to be remixed, but every song on this is remixed for for video and uh, for surround right, sound. Right, it'll be 5.1 uh, there, you know. 
And then it was interesting that Jonathan Clyde said that, you know, the 5.1 stuff has been for all new projects. And he's very careful to say, well, we might do it down the road, but they, obviously he's not going to tell a date or anything. But every new project from Help to even uh, Hard Day's Night uh, to Love to this Magical Mystery Tour has all had a 5.1. And this is where they, they put it out there. Right. Is, is they, they don't want to like take away from Revolver, I guess. So they say, okay, we'll put it out here as something separate. And it works, of course. Right. So, right. I, wow. Well, um, the next thing for me was the clip that, the other clip that made me go, you know, what Mitch said about Poopy. Um, <laughs> Revolution was just mind, I thought it was mind boggling. It, it, we've seen it look great, but we've always seen it with a halo. Uh, yes, there's yes, always right. a You're halo. Right. You're right. The, and the, a ghost the, all the time. The ghosting and and the the spotlight behind them is always is always uh, haloed. And on top of that, it was so awesome to hear that mono mix. And they did not. That's the only one he said they did not mix for stereo. Stereo. Yeah. They, they used the mono because they just felt it was great. But also, it would be tough too because I'm sure the film. Uh, you know, you have John's vocal live on film. You'd have to literally lift that off and then match it. Yes, to, yeah, so of, course, it, it, of course. It was probably easier to keep it mono. But you know what? That type of track with the mixture of the live and the the recording, yeah, you you need that. Oh yeah. You, you can't yeah. really take it out. It, it would be a totally different song. So we, we got our bumper shooby doo ops finally as, yep. as a legitimate, as a, you know, yep. yep. Release. Um, and it sounded release. really good. Yeah, it did. Um, I, and it ends differently too. That that ending fades out a little bit longer. Yeah, it was a long, longer. I think we had that. But I think not we had, but again, by the time the bootleg fades out, it's all like blur. Right. right. Um, next up was something, which which to me I, I will say very very honestly, and again, we can't believe or trust anything until we see it on on our own equipment. Right. Uh, on because maybe we higher did, quality footage. And we should say that we saw it on on a screen. That had scratches in it. I mean, it wasn't yes. their fault. Yeah, it but, wasn't but it, optimal. Put right. it that way. But it still looked yeah. great for being not even optimal. But but something I felt that um, it, it, that versions that we've had that were soft, um, made warmer, it warmer, warmer. Well, softer in focus. In other words, from the, yes. yeah, the visual perspective, the softer. Yeah, but this looked cleaner though. Um, this did look cleaner. Clean, but almost too clean. But it almost looked too clean in that the cleanup was was great. But I think it did leave some digital anomalies and some sort of um, noise, like oversharpening noise. A little bit. We'll see what happens yeah, when it's you know out, out. Yeah, so, I need to see it. But the, the the print quality was was a lot better. You're right. They they did make it almost too digital, right? In a, in a way. But the, at the same time, it looked a lot better color wise. Right. right. The versions well, we've should. seen were really washed out. Yeah, and they did show the the restoration back and right. forth. Right. Yeah. And it's night and day. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they did say that you know this was the end of the Beatles. They filmed them separately, as we know. And I noticed the remastering on that, or the remixing on that. Um, just George's guitar, I thought, was much even more higher in the mix. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. It was just a little bit cleaner. And Paul's bass was well Paul's was almost was standing out. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing. Well, that it always so it always did, but this sounded even better than other versions we've heard. So yeah, and well, Paul's bass on Paperback Writer just blew my ears oh, out. Yeah. yeah. Because Paul probably said, hey, raise it. <laughs> well, that's when they started to, to get into that. Sorry, so after uh, something came, the last of the clips. Which um, was a weird clip. Yeah, it was a weird clip. I don't know what to do with it. I, I, I like it. I appreciate it. Uh, it was a compilation clip from Naked. 
Yes. Uh, the audio version of Don't Let Me Down from Naked. Right. And it was a, a combination of, of uh, a clips. couple of different clips from the rooftop. And uh, they've circulated on, on bootleg, uh, you know, in their entirety, you know, the whole clips. Um, and this was a compilation that someone yeah, put yeah. together for them. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. It was certainly interesting. It, it, you know, it. the only thing I can say is it's something new. Well, the, the thing that got me, this this sort of, you know, is, is a live clip. And this is, to me, fits in a little bit more with what the forthcoming live album or, and movie. And we'll, we don't know how it's going to end. Do they end it at 66 or they end it on the rooftop? No one said anything. They're very quiet, of course. I have a feeling they're not, well, this well, is something for another show, but I have yeah. a feeling they're not going to end it on the rooftop because not to be, that's going to shoot their load. I mean, well, why? I, I, but that's the last time let it be is a, Sure, but if let it be is really a consideration, then why waste let it be? Right, I, I agree, know, I agree. But, but but then again, you know, maybe they don't have the entire concert. You know, maybe they just have right, right. you know one after nine oh nine or you know, oh, this yeah, version be, don't let me be. down. But just this is actually very clean. Yeah, oh god. Oh yeah, yeah incredibly clean. clean. And so, sounded great. So if this is what let it be might look like when it's cleaned up. Well, um, happy. Yeah, sounds like Tony happy. just shot his load. Uh, very nice. Um, clean up an aisle five. Uh, okay. So I guess I mean is that were there that anything was, else? Was, Maybe yeah, we, we, well we, we did ask some questions. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. You, what did, what did uh, you I say? had asked for clips that do not have a <gasps> proper film, like yesterday or eight days a week. You know what was the process? And Jonathan pretty much said, well, we used the Sullivan for yesterday. He glossed over that because they could have used a lot of them. And then he did say that they took. Uh, Shea footage to use for eight days a week. Right, to show sort of the chaos. The of chaos of working eight days a right. week. He right, said, I know they didn't play eight days a week at right. Shea, so he acknowledged that. He said, but just the chaos of it all. And this, you know what, it's a way to get Shea Stadium sure. into the into the, into the right. Blu-ray, into the package. Yeah. And, and uh, I, asked I guess the... we'll see. And it may, you know what, this leads exactly into your question. You know what, right. Rob? And Rob, go ahead. Ask. Well, my question for Jonathan was, is this sort of a, 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 a sort of a opening salvo, so to speak, for the Beatles Live, which will come out next year? And to me, it does because this sort of sets up all these visual films, that, and people are going to go out and buy this. And and Jonathan said, no, it, it, this wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. But it just sort of fits in, doesn't it? Because it does, but anything, any one release is going to dovetail. Right. Yeah, but but now, but if you're now watching the Shea Stadium for eight days a week, yeah. and you see how beautiful it is, you're going to expect to see Shea Stadium and, and if, in the live. And if, if the Beatles right. Live had happened first, everyone was saying, well, what happened to the promo films? Why are you still hiding them? And this right. this sort of, right. you know. We don't know how long they, this started, when this actually said... Four years. You know, four years? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Beatles Live was announced four years ago. So, right. Right. You know, but it sort of it fits in because you can see all this great visual stuff, and there is some live stuff in the videos that they use for... You right. Know, we didn't see them today, but some of the other videos are live. Right. And so that's going to be, you know, pumping the... Uh, the pump, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, that's going to be. Pump? He's a pump. He's a pump. Yes. pump. So we, we, it's it sort of sets it up. Even though maybe they, they say he said he didn't plan it, but it sort of looks that way, you know. Well, so what was the question you asked? Because well, all three of us asked. I asked a question. It's more about the visual uh, thing, where um, Paul McCartney actually had the chipped tooth. Oh right, right, in a, right. In a bunch of the, the video clips, and you know the joke was, couldn't they have rescheduled another shooting day? <laughs> you know, but they uh, they didn't. And then I asked, um, the last thing I asked was, you know, fans, uh, if you see all these versions, 
and we're getting, you know, two rain and two paperback writer and three hello goodbye, but you're not getting everything. Yeah, so they're I all going to ask, where's the last one? So where's I asked if if there was an opportunity in the future to possibly have a download or whatever of some more of the videos that we didn't get. And I sort of got a non-answer. Well, you got the answer that, you know what, it was artistic choice that they did the ones they did. Yeah, that why they're, um, you know, why they're right. outtakes. Sorry. Basically, you know, basically said that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, it was, you know, really just the um, the idea that we, you know, we know the other stuff is out there. Right. We know that, you know, But I just thought it. maybe, you know, yeah. I, oh, yeah. at some point they say, all right, today for $1.99 you can download Hello Goodbye number four. Right. Right. You know, because we have it done already. Well, I think I think probably in that respect, it's all about the expense of the restoration. I think it's all about the base. You know, I think it's all about the base. No too. trouble, though. Anyway, so all right, uh, we wanted to get this up and out to and this everybody. This is just a quick preview. Our full well, show is kind of yeah. There's the going to be a full review right, when the whole thing is out. Obviously. I mean, we never but recorded in a car before. You know, next in my maybe, bed we did. We yeah. recorded your bed, but yeah, we never recorded in a car. Yeah, how you doing? We're so. gonna. The next show is gonna be recorded in Mitch's pants. We're gonna. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! That's gonna be one long show. Oh, a two-parter. Yeah. Two let's, wow. have, let's have his wife comment on that. I think oh, we got one of there. <laughs> so it's good night for me and good well, night for well, him. Well, hang on. I just yeah. want to add one last thing. Go ahead. I just yes, Columbo. Uh, thank you. Hey, that's my line. I know. I no, I just want to add that I, I think what we saw today, I've said it many times, when Apple is wrong, I will scream it on the hilltops, you're wrong. When they did it right, I'm going to also scream that they did it right. And right. I got to tell you, after what we saw today, again, we only saw 12 clips and heard a little piece of audio, but oh my it, God, I it, think it's, it sounds right. I, I think they did it right based on what we've seen. Right. Wow. Yep. Um, yeah. Wow. And, and, and that's that is something. As soon as you walked into the theater, the screening room, and saw the Apple logo, you know, it, you get a little excited. And when he started talking about it. It really, re it, I'm telling you now, it's what, November 5th is the release date? Or yeah, 6th. November 6th. November yeah. 6th, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, this might be one of the most important Beatle releases ever. And I know that's saying a lot, but I think I'm going to anticipate this more than even the live project. Yeah, I know I'm anticipating this a lot more than Let It Be ever. Right. Uh, yeah. Because I'm just, I mean, Let It Be's okay, but you know. Uh, but I, I have to tell you, this one, whew, this, the, the, they just looked and sounded great and don't be surprised they did say you know there are st other stuff coming out but they also did say that you know who knows there's no plans at the moment but you never know what's going to happen in the future because someone asked about the remixing of all the other albums because they said what do we have to buy them again and again and again and again but he said they sounded awesome so right. and they were right so I you know he said who and knows? I may have a secret that I can tell you two that I can't tell the listeners <sighs> okay well we'll have to wait till this is shut off okay I've got a secret. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah, that was a secret. Oh, God, anyway. do that, right. too. Yeah, we geeks. Okay. All right, so in that note, which is very anticipatory. And thank you, Jeff Slate. We love you. Thank you, Jeff Slate. We love you. Uh, and thank you to, to Jeff Jones. And thank you to Apple. Jeff and, Apple and uh, Jennifer Valentine. And Jennifer Valentine. And absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Robert Island. Rangold. Yeah. And, um, and I see and, Joey and Jimmy. And, and, uh, and, and uh, Coretta Kors. Yeah. Yeah, All the so other beers. I was doing Valentine and Wrangle. Nice. Oh, that's was good. My Thank you. Nobody Wrangle, picked it up. Thank you. Beer, right. Anyway. Oh, All right. my lord. So, for Fab, for Fab <laughs> for Free For All, I'm Tony Chiguardo. I'm Rob Leonard. And I'm your driver, Mitch Axelrod. Yes. 
thought he was the driver. Next Wait, to, I'm Buster Blood Vessel, and you're Buster driver. Blood Vessel, your driver. And special guest, Nancy. Say hi. Hello. And we'll see you all Bye. very soon. Bye. Bye. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Triguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.